It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch Race Fans, presented by Joe's Carding and Council Bluffs, online at joescarding.com. Fast-paced white-knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Carding today. Do yourself right with a little indoor cart racing. Turn number one, we're going to uh, talk about a couple of news and notes. There is actually a few things to talk about. Uh, and then in turn number two, we're going to talk with Sport Mod driver of the 16W Sport Mod car, uh, Bryce Walker. He was one of the final interviews we did at the World of Wheels Car Show. So we're going to do that. And then uh, we'll be back next week with some brand new interviews. Um, already got a list going of drivers that we need to track down and get on the show that we haven't uh, had a chance to talk to in a while. So uh, that's all coming up today and uh, the coming um, next week. So let's dive into the news. I think one of the biggest, uh, do you want to go NASCAR or local, Dirk? Oh, uh, Let's do local first. Local first, uh, Eagle Raceway, and um, I believe uh, US 30 Speedway both made similar announcements earlier this week on Facebook. We'll start with Eagle, uh, that uh, they have announced that they're going to be paying a $1,000 bonus spread throughout the field of any class that has more than 30 cars for a single night's event. And this is scheduled to run... <laughs> Uh, we're a couple of weeks late on learning about it. They announced it last week in the pits, uh, last Saturday in the pits, but it goes April 22nd to May 27th. And they did state that if they believe that it is making an impact on the cars on a weekly basis, they will continue it through the rest of the season. But this is kind of a, a little bit of a tester. And that would mean uh, Adam Golian, who won uh, Saturday night's feature at Eagle Raceway, got him $1,000 rather than the uh, usual uh, $700. And I can't seem to get the PDF to load with the other classes that sit, that break down the uh, the weekly purses. So, Well, how much would he normally win? 700 So he got an extra 300 bucks. Problem is I don't know what the payout is on a regular night for second on back. But it's 1000 600 460 400 and 360 for fifth. 340, 320, 315, 305, and then 300 for 10th. So they've added extra money in the purse. Yeah. Well, that's not all the cars in the field because that would be the 30 plus cars. I guess I'm just reading it. A thousand dollar bonus spread throughout the field of a class of cars that there are 30 more cars that show up and race in any single event in that class, including non qualifiers. So that's directly off the Eagle Raceway Facebook page. Well, that's so ambiguous. I mean, that's. Well, it sounds like it, they're just putting the money in the eight-feature purse plus a little bit extra maybe for the non-qualifiers. But, you know, if you if you had 40 cars and you had $1,000 to it, you're only going to average $25 a car. It's simple math. I don't imagine everybody's going to get a little extra money, but it's an extra well, $1,000. Yeah, that sounds to me like it's just added to the purse, but it's not going to be divided among all the cars in the class because that's not what's happening. It's just get, getting divided up in that A-feature, it sounds like, or A and B-feature or something. Yeah, but uh, extra $1,000 bonus. I believe on Saturday that meant um, sprint cars, sport mods, and hobby stocks all got a little extra money added to the purse. Uh, and like I said, so if you're thinking about running out to Eagle Raceway, uh, frankly, I was talking with a couple of people, a little bit dis disappointing 
with the uh, stock car turnout, there was only 15 stock cars that showed up at Eagle on Saturday night. Uh, I was talking with Kyle Van Over after we recorded our interview, and he was a little perplexed about it, too. He mentioned that Jordan Grabowski wasn't out there because it was the end of the month for Twin Rivers, and it was just not going to be possible for him to get to the Eagle that day. So he not only missed in the stock cars, but also the modifieds. But uh, Cade Richards didn't show up. Uh, uh, Shane Stutzman went to another track. There was quite a few guys that were missing, but uh, truthfully, on average, I think we're right there at about 18 to maybe 20, 21 cars that uh, that that uh, are uh, race at week Eagle on a, on a week regular basis for the stock cars. But still down to 15 is uh, a little bit concerning. Well, I'm sure staying uh, didn't McCool start running last week. Uh, they did. Yeah. Don't they run on Saturday or do they run a different day? I thought they ran on Sunday, but I might be thinking okay. of somebody else. I was thinking they ran on Saturday. Oh, uh, you you probably remember a lot better than I do. Well, I mean, some of the tracks have changed their dates around and stuff over the the last few years, but they did the Mike Chapin. That's right. They had the Mike Chapin Memorial uh, race on Saturday last Saturday. Back to the original story, I I kind of like what what's going on here. US thirty, I mentioned that they they also add a little bit of money. I think they are adding. Um, excuse me, not adding, but they're increasing the purse to $750 to win for late models specifically if they get 20 or more cars. Kind of a little bit of a trend. I'm sure it's nothing new. Dirk, you can speak to this, that um, this is kind of one of those contingency things. If you guys show up, we'll pay out, but we're not going to promise to pay out uh, and and pay out a bunch of money for for 10 cars. Well... Over the years, I've seen many times where they just put it right in the payout, payout depending on 24 cars or 21 cars or 30 cars. I've never seen them just say, hey, you guys get 30 cars and we'll have this bonus money. I've never seen something like that. Oh, really? It's the same principle, but just a little different. Yeah. And I remember, I think it was last year or the year before at IED Speedway. I want to say it makes sense for being the year before, but... They did a deal where I think it was if any of the weekly classes had 24 or more cars, then the following week they would pay a bonus. And they continued that until the the streak was broken. So, you know, you show up for five weeks with 24 cars, but then the, the sixth week you, you only had 20 cars, then the bonus was gone. And it wouldn't come back if you had 25 the next week. It was kind of one of those things where Joe and, and Lisa and Steve were trying to get drivers to commit to it on a weekly basis and, and be there every week. And, and so that was kind of the first time I'd heard of that. But again, n- not the first time it happened, just the first time I'd heard something like that before. No, I hadn't even heard about I-80 doing that. So, you know, guys are trying to get creative to get car count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's jump to the uh, to the uh, national level where uh, we got a big announcement, I think on either Tuesday or Wednesday, I think it was Tuesday night. Uh, Jayski.com reporting that legacy motor club anticipates switching to Toyotas starting with the 2024 cup season. And uh, you'd sent me a message on this and said, this is uh, pretty surprising with, uh, with uh, Jimmy Johnson's connection to Chevy for so many years. Oh, yeah, I find it very surprising. Um, it'll be, as far as I can recollect, it'll be the first thing 
or the first time anything petty associated has been with Toyota. I mean, I think this is technically Toyota's 20th year in NASCAR. I think their first year in the truck series was 2004. And it was a couple of years later when they got into the Cup Series. So they haven't been 20 years in the Cup Series yet. But um, the King has been associated mostly with Dodge, but uh, definitely with the GM cars and definitely with Ford. So, um, and I know uh, GMS, who's now partnered with RPM, I know they've run some Toyota stuff over the t- uh, short time that they've been involved so yeah yeah and and i'm sure toyota's trying to put some more fairly competitive cars in the field when they basically just have six yeah and and, yeah it's just like that the disparity between uh chevy's i believe chevy's got the most amount of cars out there and then it's ford and then uh toyota is a distant third um but it's a little surprising to me like you said with with petty being such a uh true chevy supporter and and you know uh winning so much with them back in the day not so much lately but then um jimmy johnson kind of taken over i i can't remember maybe you can help me out with that if if jimmy's got majority ownership of the operation or if he is a minority owner oh he's the minority owner okay yeah uh maury gallagher's uh the principal um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see with that. Uh, but you know, it, it, then again, you know, you kind of look at it and you say, you know, if Toyota is coming after them and saying, listen, we'll give you this, this, and this, they'd be dumb not to a listen and, and be strongly considerate. And obviously they did both and they decided to make the switch. Oh yeah. It, uh, I'm sure there was, uh, uh, a good chunk of the green stuff waved in their face and, yeah, with with sponsor support and uh, up and coming drivers, I mean, all of a sudden they're—I wouldn't say they're going to have a tactical alliance, but they're going to have—they could easily get drivers from that that very deep Joe Gibbs Racing um, stable that they've got a ton of drivers down in the Xfinity Series and Truck Series that could easily sign with Toyota and be moved over to Legacy Motorsports in 2025, 2026, whatever, whenever they're ready. Uh, they don't have to wait for a seat to open up at Joe Gibbs Racing, which obviously there's only four. There's a lot, a lot of moving parts on this deal. Um, I mean, uh, Petty or uh, Legacy right now has two young drivers. I don't know if there's any thoughts for them to expand to a three or a four car team to where they'd be looking at some of these other younger drivers. But if these uh, some of these kids that are out of the Gibbs stable, if they're coming up. Uh, Obviously, they can get them with uh, a little bit of experience and not have to foot the bill for it. Yeah. Josh Berry, who is currently filling in for Alex Bowman in the 48 car, just got done filling in for Chase Elliott in the number nine car, kind of seemed to get a handle on that Cup Series car pretty quickly and had a really good showing at Dover. I believe it was a 10th place finish for him. According to Sports Business Journal, uh, Adam Stern is reporting that Josh Berry is, Berry is currently finalizing a management deal with KHI. That's Kevin uh, Harvick. Is that Kevin Harvick Incorporated or KHI Management? Um, I didn't realize he had a uh, management company. I I didn't either, actually. 
KHI is Kevin Harvick's sports marketing marketing agency. KHI clients include Harrison Burton, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Ryan Priest. But the rumor is that Josh Berry is probably on his way to be replacing Kevin Harvick when Kevin uh, hangs up the steering wheel at the end of this season. I think that would be a good move for Stuart Haas Racing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but they're also going to need a crew chief, too, because I don't think Childress will be around. I don't think he'll stay and keep going without Harvick. That's you my think, opinion. But You think he's going to retire? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I, I think I could probably agree with that pretty heavily. He'll possibly get into some other type of management role, you know, director of competition, something like that. Kind of like what Darian Grub, Grubbs did, or Darian Gibbs. Darian Grubb. Grubb. Yeah. Uh, Being around, and um, if there is a suspended crew chief, you know, he's got enough experience. He could step in on any given race day and, mm -hmm. you know, run the show. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about the 75 greatest NASCAR drivers of all time. Uh, Ron Hornaday Jr. has been added to the list. Uh, he found his success in the Craftsman Truck Series. Hornaday set a record four championships in uh, the Truck Series, won 51 times, again, in the Truck Series. Uh, so he was added to the list, uh, I believe, a little over a week ago. Jeff Burton, which we talked about that. that it wasn't on the list on NASCAR.com, but uh, you talked about how he was told that he was going to be on the list, so he had an opportunity to call his dad, and they, they did a whole big deal on him on Fox News or on Fox Broadcast, right? Um, I don't know. I I didn't see it. So, who are we talking about then? Because there was an episode we were talking about uh, last week or two weeks ago, and you said that it was Jeff Burton, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know if those folks are still alive. So I'm. Well, anyways, uh, Jeff's on the list. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Really, nothing needs to be said for this. Multi-time Daytona 500 champion, massive ambassador for the sport. Absolutely led the sport. Um, to, to new heights when he joined the sport, continued where his dad left off and so many people before him and and really kind of took the sport to a new level and uh, saw it through some really tough times and continues to be an amazing ambassador for the sport now, purchasing series and racetracks and trying to revitalize um, race tracks uh, and stuff like that. So Dale Earnhardt Jr. is an obvious automatic. Um, uh, Bobby Labonte was announced to it. The younger brother of... Terry Labonte. Yes, thank you very much. I believe a Cup Series, 2000 Cup Series champion. Uh, he raced for a Joe Gibbs Racing just as Tony Stewart was coming in, right? He was in the 18 car? Correct. That was right about that time where I was just starting to come in, so getting into the sport. Um, Coca-Cola 600 winner, Southern 500 winner, Brickyard 400 winner, 10-time winner, and uh, I believe an Xfinity Series championship back in 1991. Martin Truex Jr., who just won Sunday at Dover, uh, two-time Xfinity Series champion. And uh, has he won one Cup Series or two Cup Titles Series championships? Won. Just one. Multi-time winner. And like we've talked about several times in the show, uh, there was a phase for about three or four years that he, he was easily the hottest driver out there and one of the more tenacious and um, just, man, when he would, he'd find that the front of the field and just, that's it. I think he led, he wasn't at one time at Kansas. He led all, but like 10 laps. No, there was a, uh, I want to say it was the 600 where yeah. he led like 393 of 400 laps. Or that's right. Like that's that. what it was. Yeah. That's it. Um, and then Brad Kozlowski was the latest one to be announced. 
Um, now car owner, uh, Cup Series champion, he led Dodge to their uh, own their their well, what would have been their final championship as they exited the sport. Uh, Xfinity Series. Um, what? Uh, let's see. He's won thirty five races, and uh, that championship with Dodge came in two thousand twelve. Uh, he's got thirty nine Xfinity Series wins. Uh, great ambassador for the sport and uh, definitely starting to move into a role of continuing to be involved in the sport after he retires, what probably be four or five, maybe six years. Um, if he doesn't find the winner's circle here next this year or next year, I don't know. I don't see him going six years. Yeah. He's just too competitive. And if he knows that, you know, if he goes a couple of years without a win, I think uh, I don't think he had a win last year. I don't think he did either. So if he'd go three years without a win, I wouldn't see him trying to uh, keep that seat. It, he's definitely falls into that category of drivers that a lot of veterans hated him when he came into the sport because he was bullheaded and uh, he, he he'd wreck you, he'd move you for the win, and a lot of uh, a lot of veterans felt like it wasn't his position to do that quite yet. Uh, I, I see him in the same category as, as a guy like uh, probably a Kevin Harvick and a, and a Kyle Busch where um, they ruffled a lot of feathers when they first got into the sport. And, and I think the sport was better because of it with conversations like that, but definitely turning into one of the more respected drivers as, as they get into their older age. Yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of respect in the sport. Um, I thought you were going to compare him to Ross Chastain and, um, <laughs> Well, you can in, in a small respect, but you absolutely you know, can. Ross is going around, you know, like in Dover. He wrecked a guy that was a lap down. Yeah. You know, that's, if you're going to wreck somebody, at least do it for the win. Well, or, or at least position or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, you know, it's, mm. it's just he keeps making that same mistake, but, you know, that's over and done. And yeah. I, uh, uh, I was surprised that there was nothing that came of it. I thought for sure there oh, was penalty be, wise, you mean? Yeah, and it didn't necessarily have to be a penalty, but I thought, you know, that they'd uh, at least give him a good talking to and maybe do some probationary stuff. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's just getting to be too routine. Yep. All right. Uh, let's move to this weekend's racing. Obviously, a lot of the local tracks racing this weekend. So make sure you get out and support your local racetrack. Looks like uh, at least Council Bluffs wise, we got a little bit of chance of showers on Friday night. But other than that, it's going to be an absolutely gorgeous weekend. Uh, Saturday, again, I'm speaking strictly for Council Bluffs. Look like we're going to see highs in the 80s. Sunday, mid 80s. And that's what we're going to see for a majority of the week. So Excuse me, all of a sudden my Gatorade is trying to come back up again. Because there's no alcohol. Uh, I mentioned Sunday. Let's just look down at Kansas City for the weekend. But here locally, it's supposed to be high of 85. Um, Kansas, uh, Lakeside Speedway canceled their practice tonight for their late model show. Because um, they're expecting uh, buckets of rain on Thursday. Really? And they are and they are going to decide, I think the article said by 10 o'clock Friday morning on whether or not they were going to run Friday night. Uh, they've got the two-day late model show down there. Mm -hmm. uh, SLMR's down there. Oh, okay. And, uh, but they said they were not going to run a one-day show. So if they cancel, 
Friday night because of the lunch rain on Thursday. The weekend's canceled. They're not going to run the late models in a one-day show. Well, it looks like we're going to see a high of 90 on Sunday with uh, about a 60% chance of showers, uh, chances of rain early in the morning, and then a 70% chance of rain late at night. Uh, Hopefully, we'll be able to get the uh, NASCAR race in, but definitely bring your sunscreen. Uh, Looks like it's going to be a warm day at Kansas Speedway. If you can't get down there, the race will be on TV starting at 2 o'clock Central Time on Sunday. It'll be on MRN and Sirius XM. Practice and qualifying set for Saturday between 4 and 6 p.m. Central Time. Looks like that will be broadcast on Fox Sports 1. The Advent Health 400 at Kansas Speedway. Uh, it's a great time down there. I, we talked to so many people about going down there and enjoying it. Uh, if you go down there and buy tickets, get the fan walk. Uh, get down there ahead of time. Enjoy the festivities that go on out front. Purchase some merchandise. Come into the infield. Uh, watch the pre-race concert. It really is always impressing, impressive to me how they can clear that infield out and get everybody up into the grandstands in about 15 minutes. And and then it's flyover, national anthem, and green flag, and uh, a lot of fun. So if you're going down to Kansas Speedway, get yourself the infield passes, uh, the, the fan walk, and of course you have to rent the radios ahead of time. You cannot rent them at the racetrack anymore. You have to rent them ahead of time. You can do that through kansasspeedway.com. And, and I don't, I honestly don't, don't know how anybody goes down there without one of those radios and, and, uh, and watches the race because it's so loud and you can't hear the PA system that turning it to channel, I think it's channel 69 on those uh, race scanners that um, uh, what racing electronic scanners uh, is MRN and those guys will keep you up to date and then you can switch between drivers. It really is just totally worth your money to keep up to date with everything that's going on there and uh, hear all the backstories that's going on. That is everything we got. You got anything else? Ottawa is going to race Friday, Saturday. Well, testing two and Friday. Um, they're putting together since they rained out last week, they're putting a makeup race on Saturday and Sunday this week. Okay. Uh, junior dragsters get to run both days but they were the only one that got any points racing done last last weekend. So they will not have a point show on Saturday, but we'll have points on Sunday. Cool. Good deal. All right. Like I said, I think that's going to do it for us today. If you can't get out to the dirt track, get to Ottawa, go watch some straight car racing. You can even watch Tracy Weber drag. How many times you get a chance to see that? Well, um, probably too many. <laughs> the Frankenstein is not uh, in working order at the current oh. time. Okay, well, you can't see Tracy drag then. But, but uh, yeah, he doesn't. Uh, transmission problems is what he's got going. He's trying to learn how to be an automatic transmission guy. This is definitely a weekend to get out and support local racing. Uh, let's see. Eagle, I don't think they're doing anything special this weekend. No rollover contest, no bus races, demo derby. I think it's just going to be a straight shooting, get her done, and, and see what kind of racing we get. And it should be perfect weather. So, Avance or something sponsoring the races this week for Eagle? Uh, Avid Realty. Avid Realty. Yeah. Yep. Eagle, Crawford County, Shelby County, Harlan. Uh, that's the same one. Adams County. Uh, US 30 on Thursday, which is tonight. If you're listening the day we put the show out, there is plenty of dirt racing to go and enjoy. Make sure you guys do so. Uh, support your local racetrack. Durgan, I'll be back next week. Actually, we're going to be back in turn number two. With Bryce Walker driving the number 16W Sport Modified throughout the area. Hang tight. Dirk and I'll be right back.
Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you white knuckle racing by the river bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. I've been talking about a hard drive upgrade on the podcast for quite a long time, and here's a little more detail behind it. Older laptops, older computers, maybe four or five years old, the hard drives that came with them just simply were not built for Windows 10. A new hard drive from Taylor Computers and Repair will breathe brand new life into your laptop and computer. Not only will it make it faster, but it will make your laptop battery last longer and it will run cooler, which will also help the battery last a lot longer. Not only does your computer or laptop get even faster, but all of your files, settings, pictures, everything is exactly where you left it. Within about a day, maybe two days, you're gonna get your same computer back but it's going to run faster, cooler, and the battery's going to last longer on laptops. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641. Find out what a hard drive upgrade can do for your computer and get some valuable time back. We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back to the Front Stretch, rolling into turn number two, presented by Quaker Steak and Lube, the official watering hole of the Front Stretch. Get over to the Lube all summer long for all the great classic cruising action. And we just got notification, I gotta look it up, but the uh, World of, excuse me, the Wheels of Courage car show, the annual car show that uh, I get the esteemed pleasure of flipping pancakes that morning. Uh, I believe it's June 24th this year. Uh, that's going to be uh, right around Father's Day weekend. It's uh, it's a great event, really cool deal. Yeah, Saturday, June 24th, and you can get uh, more information on that on the Wheels of Courage Facebook page. Also, Quaker Steak and Lube will post it as the event gets closer. But a really, really cool car show, over 300 cars last year. That parking lot was a little tight. And how many pancakes? Uh, let's see, 90 in a batch. I did probably 180, 100, 200 and some on pancakes. It's because you use them big old duck eggs. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't. I, I made the mistake of using those duck eggs once. Uh, the, the yolks and the whites stick together a lot more in a duck egg. So I have to separate the whites and the yolks. And uh, I went through 16 eggs of trying to separate them. And uh, I only needed uh, nine. Uh, so I ended up switching to chicken after that because it's a pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah, a little yellow don't hurt a pancake. Well, it's not according <coughs> to my recipe. I can't have that in there. But anyways, uh, that's going to be going on Saturday, June 24th. Get more information. Wheels of Courage Car Show at uh, Quaker Steak and Lube. And um, joining us on the show now, the driver of the 16W Sport Modified throughout the area, Bryce Walker joining us on the show. Bryce, man, thanks a lot for sitting down with us. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about your uh, move into the sport mods. I don't know if we've had you on since you did that. I think we had you on uh, when you were racing sport compacts. I think you raced those for a couple of years. Yeah, I was um, two or three years I raced the sport compacts and um, just had a lot of issues with the new modern technology with a computer you know, all the wiring that's involved with it, it just, it became too big of a hassle for me because I'm not 
electrically car smart. Right. And uh, went, just went back to the carbureted stuff. Uh, and, and you had the opportunity to grab yourself a sport modified and uh, jumped at the opportunity, moved into the class. Uh, it's been, uh, are you going into your third season? Yeah, third season. And, and working with a lot of guys, I, I hear that, you know, you're kind of just fishing around trying to get that information that would help you get a little bit better, which everybody does, but uh, you've really kind of built some alliances to kind of help you with the technical side of it. Yeah, as a young upcoming racer, I try and give the, uh, give the guys with more experience a chance to share it with me um, just because I, I don't know anything about it. You know, yeah. I have three or four teammates, you know, the Latours, um, Braden and Dan, they've all helped me out. If it wasn't for those guys, I wouldn't be here where I'm at teaching me how to put in a motor and do all the gear changes and just getting outside opinions. Everybody has an opinion which one works best for you. Right. Well, it's definitely not an individual sport. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, I think that's a big aspect that, that is easy to overlook. You know, you, you could sit down and, and copy Matt Andrews' chassis and, 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 and setup, but if it doesn't fit your driving style, it's about as useless as, well, or, uh, useful as a, as a screen door on a submarine. Yeah, just some guys have different. You, you can copy a chassis to the mark, to the T, and it's all about the driver. I mean, yeah. the driver is the one who gets the car to perform. You can, have all the, you can have the most amount of money in a car, and yet it still won't perform. Unlike me, I don't have a lot of money in my car, and I still manage to make it work with what I have. Yeah, and, and it's been a gradual progression over the last couple of years where it was B feature issues, weren't able to make it out of the B feature. Now you're making it out of the B feature more often uh, and, uh, and, and hoping to continue to build on that. Yeah, I'm hoping this year make a couple more A features. Um, this, last year we plagued with motor problems. Um, so hopefully this year we put a good piece in it and uh, just have more luck. Yeah. A lot of top-notch drivers out at Eagle. I mean, those guys, if you can make it into an A feature, you're on the winning side. Yeah. Because those guys are the best of the best around the Midwest, I think. It, it really is. What a, I think a 20-car field. Uh, and, and you're talking about top 10s pretty much locked in every week. Yeah. So you got your if you're if you have a bad heat race, you're vying for the last ten spots to get into the A feature. Well, uh, uh, what I think usually four or five transfer out of the B. So uh, it, it's it you're what well, I'm I'm agreeing with you very poorly. That you're right. It it is a tough field to get into the A feature. Yeah, you know when you have 40, 50 cars check in weekly. Yeah. You know. It it makes it tough, and it just you got to be spot on all night. You got to have a good heat race. Got to have a good B feature or whatever feature you're in to maybe make the way up to the A. Most nights, heat races, I think top three or top four move on to the A. Everybody has to come out of the features, the creature features, the qualifying races. So it's it, yeah, it's it's very difficult, and especially. Uh, but it seems to have helped a little bit last year, last two years with the switch to you guys not going out first. The track's not nearly as slick, so you're able to get a little bit more of a consistent racetrack. Yeah, it's nice not being able, you know, not going out first um, during the heat races because, like, like you said, the, the track is slick. We don't have quite the suspension adjustment as the A mods or, you know, the late models or the, the mm -hmm. sprint cars. So it, it, makes it, a, it makes it more racy for us when it's a little 
dry slick, getting to that point to where it's almost feature time, yeah. you know. The track's at that state where it's we can grip it a little better. With uh, I-80 shutting down, I, I don't believe you raced much at I-80 uh, in the final season. Uh, did you just race one night a week, Saturdays at Eagle? Well, um, unfortunately, we, were, we went to Raceway, um, and unfortunately, before the... Uh, uh, get in free night at I-80 Speedway. We had motor problems, and I looked at I took it out of the car, and I got it looked at, and um, just thought it was best to park the car for the rest of the year. Um, so we didn't race much last year, um, but yeah, we 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 raced at I-80 the year before, and we raced at Eagle almost every Saturday night. What is your plans for 2023? Uh you're, you're probably not going to put together a Stu Snyder-style schedule with 60-some nights, but uh, are you, what's your overall goal for the year? Um, we're going we're gonna to hit a couple different tracks. You know, we're, all, we're obviously going to be at Eagle. Um, we might go to Raceway. might hit Denison on Friday nights. Just depends on my work schedule and um, the money yeah. aspect of it. Um, so Eagle is our main track that we're going to hit every week just because it's short, fast, and I love it. <laughs> uh, how much does it affect uh, where you're going if, if your team members are going there too? Do you, do you, do you decide, eh, you know, nobody else is going over there. I think I'll just stay home tonight. Usually um, I'm going wherever they're going just to back each other up, mm -hmm. um, help out, you know, Dan and Melissa. Um, they they help me when I when I have problems or if I have a question. Mm -hmm. So usually we try and stick together, and it's not just for the racing aspect. I mean, it's getting down there and back. If we have truck trouble or trailer trouble, you know, we're we're each other's backup plan. Yeah. So yeah, who did I just see on Facebook uh, <laughs> heading down to Texas? Uh, Joey Danley had had uh, had truck issues as he was going down. <laughs> he just posted, said, anybody in the, I think it was in Oklahoma. Yeah, he was 30 miles north of Oklahoma City on I-35. Yeah. Uh, come help me. <laughs> <laughs> if he had a teammate, he might have been able to get some help. But uh, they ended up getting down there. I think I saw him racing this weekend. So uh, they, were, they were back on the road about 10 o'clock that night. Yeah. So they got there late. That's man, for sure. Man, that's oh, man. long drive. Yeah, uh, I, tried, I tried to get Daniel Wilson to help him because he's down that area now. But. I don't know. They sound like they got another sprint car guy close to the area to come okay. help them. So. Uh, we're talking with Bryce Walker, again, driver of the 16W Sport Modified. Uh, what's the long-term plans? You start to get your feet under you with this Sport Mod, maybe you knock off a couple of wins. Are you planning on staying in the Sport Mod? Is this where you enjoy racing, or do you want to move into a different class? You know, I'm going to get, I think I'm going to get my feet underneath me with the Sport Mod, you know, mm -hmm. learn it, learn how to drive it. You know, maybe, hopefully, in the foreseeable future, a couple, couple uh, a feature wins. It'd be nice. Um, but yeah, mo more than likely, we're just going to stick with the sport mods. Yeah. I just stock cars sound fun. I just like the open wheels. Yeah. Uh, would you uh, entertain a modified at all? I mean, uh, let's say the cost comes down to uh, <laughs> less than an, a full arm comedy show too. <laughs> uh, if I got the opportunity. Yeah. You know. I don't necessarily think I would be able to, f like, a Ford one. Um, I mean, they're the same thing as a B-Mod, just a little bit more adjustment, bigger motor. Um, I, I would probably stay in the Sport Mod division. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's thank some of those great sponsors that are helping you uh, keep the car up and down the road. You know, I got I to gotta thank uh, Ultimate Truck and Off-Road. Um, 
We got to thank Stocks and Bonds, Nebraska Realtor, um, the Great Great Plains Point and Rescue. Um, got to got to thank all those guys. My parents for helping me out. You know, if if it wasn't for all those guys and Dan and Melissa, like I said, if Dan and Melissa wouldn't have taken me under their wing with the Sport Mod, I wouldn't be where I'm at today because they've yeah. they've taught me everything. Uh, Stocks and Bonds is not a trading site. It is no, it's a it's a it's a bar. Yeah, uh, it's a country bar. You go dance and drink and raise a ruckus on Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, I went there for the first time uh, <laughs> last Friday or Saturday or something like that. Uh, one of Sarah's friends had a had a, a party there, a birthday party there. So we were up in kind of. Uh, awful area and just watching the dancing was was half the fun no way i'm getting out on that <laughs> dance floor I, I do not i have zero ambition to go dance uh which is a good thing for the viewing public <laughs> but uh i uh I, I definitely enjoyed watching watching the dancing oh. and the and the dj did a great job let's just say you wouldn't be the only one we're looking at so <laughs> well th- there was a much better um Canvases, canvases <laughs> to, to look up. Much like today at the auto show, <laughs> at the O'Reilly Auto Parts World of Wheels Auto Show, there is amazing canvas to stare at. I'm sure. And you there's some great looking cars too. You mean eye candy? Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> you get eye candy. I'm sure you get enough to drink. You get out there and dance a little bit. Uh, it actually gets worse. <laughs> oh, does uh, it? Oh. To, to where I've, I've tried to cut a rug in my house, and Sarah's like, "No, stop. <laughs> Just stop." <laughs> Uh, Bryce, man, appreciate your time. Best of luck in the 2023 season. We'll have to get you back on soon. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you. That's going to do it for us today. Big thanks to uh, everybody for listening to the Fred Stretch Podcast presented by Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs. Rick Havenridge of Wealth Partners. Find out what Rick could do for you today. RickHavenridgeAdvice.com. Tailored computers and repair, all your technical support, and uh, custom computers, laptops, advice, all that's available at Tailored Computers and Repair. And then, of course, our presenting sponsor and title sponsor, Joe's Carding Accounts Plus, joescarding.com. Dirk, anything else? No, yeah, I think you covered them all. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hey, look at that. You're sitting on your couch playing Halo, Madden, or NASCAR while your friends are at Joe's Carding. Each lap is an adrenaline-filled, heart-pumping, white-knuckle experience that you can only get at the Metro's largest indoor karting track. Eco-friendly Honda engines rip you around their professionally designed road course at breakneck speeds. Can you reach the 14-second lap bracket? There's only one way to find out. Put the controller down and get to Joe's Karting, 23rd Avenue in Council Bluffs next to Quaker Steak and Lube. Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs continues to offer the best wings, burgers, and steaks seven days a week, along with great daily specials. Mondays are Kids Night, where kids eat for just 99 cents with the purchase of an adult entree. Tuesdays is All You Can Eat Wings Night for just $17. Enjoy a half rack of baby back ribs for just $13.50 on Wednesdays, and you choose on Thursdays for just $12. You can pick between 15 fried shrimp, a pickup cheeseburger, 15 breaded wings, or six boneless wings. Check out Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs on Facebook for all their daily specials. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube.